Donut Box presents Trash Can TV's Ron Time. Dark marks all on me. I'm just honest. Rockstar my swag. I'm just honest. Everything exotic. I'm just honest. Gold on my neck. I'm just honest. Yeah, I'm just honest. We got the club on Smash. I put on for my city. On on for my city. I put on for my city. On on for my city. I put on east side. I put on west side. I put on south side. If you're riding rims, you gotta f ride flats. Uh-huh. Sitting, riding high on LeBron's back. Uh-huh. These 23s. Uh-huh. If you ain't know, uh-huh. Got the Tahoe truck sitting on top in 24s. Uh-huh. Let me get that hand clap. 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 One for the money, two for the show. Clap your hands if you got a bankroll. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Alright buddy, it's episode 47. 47. Man, we're it just keeps on going up, man. We're getting closer and closer to that 52 mark. Yes, we are. So we are going to move all the way to 52 and then the one year anniversary of Donut Box Podcast, so our birthday will be season two, episode one. So we're looking forward to that. Heck yeah, and we just want to thank all of you for listening. Shout out to Iowa, shout out to Virginia. Shout out to Belgium, Brussels, Belgium. We see you out there. We see you out there. And listen, we see all the newcomers. We see everybody that's been uh, listening consistently. We just want to thank you guys. It's been awesome so far. We're just gaining people left and right, which is which is really cool. Man, I'll tell you this much. Chris and I discussed this. Hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. But when we first came out with this, we kind of weren't expecting the response we were going to get from this. So, hey. We're just glad that somebody else thinks we're funny besides ourselves. Hey, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to have a good time. But anyways, uh, welcome to the Donut Box Podcast. We're going to move into our old-fashioned donut, which is a story from our past. And Micah, I'm going to let you introduce the story. I had a few friends, and if you remember from uh, a previous old-fashioned donut, we talked about a camping trip in which we pitted two brothers against each other. Well, one of the characters in this story is going to be the eldest brother. I don't really remember what we called him in the last episode, but we're going to refer to him as Drew for this. And uh, we had all sorts of nicknames for him, but we'll just stick with Drew. And then we had um, a cross-the-street neighbor named Zach, and we would hang out with him. Well, I don't really remember how this came about. But, of course, the thing to do, I think we were like in 6th, 7th grade, it was to go to the mall. So we were like, yeah, let's go to the mall. And Chris's mom was going to take us. And so we all loaded in the car and we went to the Augusta Mall. Now, what happened at the Augusta Mall, Chris? Yeah, thanks to my mom for taking all of us because she did not have that big of a car. I think like three of us had to be crammed in the back seat all together. Uh, or somebody was going to meet us or something. It was it was a tight uh a tight trip but anyways um so yeah we got to the mall and we did not have any money as seventh graders usually don't have any money at that point and 
we were my mom at the time she just dropped us off because that was a time when you could just drop your kids off at the mall and then leave them and then come pick them up uh, i would not do that nowadays uh, so we just we're just walking around the mall and i don't know what possessed us to do this but we decided that we were going to play uh Actually, we didn't decide that we were going to play hide-and-seek. That came about after. I don't know who concocted the idea, but uh, Al uh, Drew, Zach, and myself, Micah was like walking through JCPenney, and uh, we were in JCPenney, and we were like, let's just leave Micah. Like, let's just ditch him. I don't know whose idea that was. So we decided that we were just going to ditch Micah. And so uh, I was like, man, I feel kind of bad ditching my friend. Uh, so... All of a sudden, while Micah's like, he keeps walking and he's looking at something, uh, Drew and Zach, they take off, like, and then I take off, like, running. Like, we're going to ditch Micah. And then I knock down a clothes rack. And I felt so bad that I went back and I put the clothes on the rack. I didn't, like, I didn't keep going. And then Micah was like, what the heck were y'all trying to do? From my point of view, here's, here's what it looked like. I see... I see Drew and Zach running out, and, you know, it's it's the mall, so there's, like, a big entrance kind of going out to the rest of the mall from, from there. And so I see them take off, but then I, I see Chris, and he bumps into the, the, you know, the I think it was one of those, like, silver clothes racks, and, like, some of them fell down, and Chris's good-hearted nature, he wasn't just going to leave them. Like, he kind of sighed, and he picked them up. And then I was like, what in the heck were y'all thinking? What were y'all doing? Y'all gonna leave me? And he was like, yeah. And I remember being a tad disappointed, but I was like, I understand. If I was in the same situation and somebody was like, let's leave Chris, I probably would have participated too, so I can't be too mad. But uh, they weren't exactly the, the greatest people to go to the mall with. I remember Drew, all he wanted to do, he had a $5 Starbucks gift card, and all he wanted to do, Starbucks, 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 I mean... The rest of us, we, we care less about Starbucks. We didn't want to go. No, that was Zach. That was Zach that wanted to do that. Zach just kept... He wouldn't shut... Yeah, Drew wouldn't shut up about another store, which I'll let, let you tell finish telling that story in a minute. But Zach had a $5 gift card to Starbucks, and that's all he wanted to do was go to Starbucks. That's all he kept oh, talking yeah. about. He was like, let's go to Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Starbucks. That's right. And then Drew's big obsession was Victoria's Secret. I don't... I no, really don't that know was... Why. No, yeah, no, no, that wasn't. You don't, you don't remember? So that was something else too. He literally he kept like going, "Let's go here, let's go there," but he would like intentionally take us to like walk by there, and he would like stand there and stare. You don't remember that? I don't remember that. I remember he like he had never been into a Dick Sporting Goods, and he kept wanting to go to Dixie's. That's what he called it. He called it Dixie's. Do you not remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. He was like, "Let's go to Dixie's." No, I remember that. And we were like, "What is Dixie's?" He was like, "That sporting goods store. I've never been there. I want to go in there." And we we're like, "Do you mean Dick's Sporting Goods?" He was like, "No, Dixie's." And we we're like, "That's not even a store." And he was like, "No, let's go to Dick's Sporting Goods." Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and then while we were in Dixie's or Dick's, um, he had a little girlfriend at the time. I remember talking to him about that, and he was like, yeah, I want to take her on a date somewhere really nice. Like, take her to a really nice restaurant. And we were like, like, like what? And he was like, just like the Olive Garden. And I just remember Chris and I laughed really, really hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
Olive Garden's okay, pretty cool, but like the way he was building it up, you would think like five star, real nice restaurant. But I mean, to him, the Olive Garden was cream of the crop. But seventh graders, that is kind of cream of the crop when you don't have any money. And I just remember Micah like Micah roasted him hard, like real hard, and he was like laughing about it. I don't think he roasted him as hard like to his face, but like. Whenever it was just me and Micah, like, Micah roasted him hard, and I was like, bro, I was like, you have to think, he doesn't come from a wealthy family, and he's a 7th grader, like, that's probably the cream of the crop for him, I was like, give him a break, he was like, don't, he was like, what a loser, he's going to, gonna take her to Olive Garden, <laughs> he was like, he was, he was like, I should, he was like, I should steal his girlfriend, no, I'm just kidding, he didn't say that, Micah didn't say that, I'm just kidding. I was just like, there's a lot of, a lot of things coming out of this old-fashioned donut, apparently, this week, uh, but no, that we... Just a, another random story. That that kid, Zach, I really don't know whatever happened to him. But uh, just a random story. Do you remember when you used to come over on Thursdays and that kid, Zach, for some reason I had this tree in the backyard and I thought it was great. I made like little sword sticks out of it, right? And we would like sword fight with these sticks. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And this, this fool, Zach, brings over this, like, tree limb. And it was a tree limb. I mean, it wasn't, like, a small thing. These little sticks were, they were just sticks. And that fool, yeah, anyways, it, it ended badly. It ended pretty badly. I'll just say that. And then he made us run across an icy river. Yeah, we also played hide-and-seek in the mall. I think it was after, right after Zach and Drew left Micah, we were, like, I don't know, maybe you had a cell phone and Zach had a cell phone and like you called him and was like, hey, since y'all ditched us, it's like, we're going to hide from you and you got to come find us. And so we it ended up being like this hide and seek game in the mall to where like we we would hide from them and they would try to come find us, which it was kind of fun because it was like no store was off limit. Yeah, I think we, I think the first place we tried to go was the GameStop and then we're like, there's no place to hide in the GameStop. And... I remember we went all over the place. That, I mean, the mall was two stories. There was like an indoor outdoor area. It wasn't. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy like finding the other person. I don't think they found us for a very long time. Yeah, and then the only other thing I remember about it was we had just gotten a McAllisters, and uh, we went to the McAllisters. And we got these huge sweet teas for like $1.89. And that's all we talked about. It was like, man, I can't believe how big this sweet tea is. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. And we were just like, oh, yeah. or maybe it was like 99 cents. I don't remember what it was. No, it was it was, it was 99 cents because they had it for a dollar. And uh, I think I think your mom had given us like five bucks a piece, I think is what had happened or something like that or a few $5 for the both of us or something. And it was just like... It's, I think that was the only thing we bought that day was that tea because it was like we, we couldn't really afford anything else. So Back in that day, $5 was a lot to a 7th grader who didn't have any money because I didn't get allowance. So it was like, it was a big deal. So yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, um, anything you want to add to to the going hide and seek in the mall or expand on a character? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk about some of these uh, these other people and what happened and uh, the time that uh, Zach made us cross an icy creek and yeah we'll we'll tell that story at some point. But next we're gonna move into our jelly donut. And that is our jail report. So Chris, it's my week for the jelly donut. You ready for some of these stories, man? Take it away. You're gonna like this one. 
I got a feeling. So there was a man that was arrested for DUI, and he was arrested for flatulence, or AKA, he cut the cheese, he, he farted. Yeah, I think I've actually heard about this story, but go ahead and share it. You've heard this one? So he gets, you know, pulled over for a DUI. He goes out there. He's having to do this field sobriety test and all that good jazz. And so they deem, okay, he's he's drunk, so we're going to take him in. So they take him in, and apparently while they were doing fingerprints on the guy, uh, police say that the perpetrator moved closer to an officer and passed gas directly on the officer and the investigating officer remarked that the criminal <laughs> uh, had an odor that was very pungent and strong so they tacked on the charge of battery wow man silent but deadly bro i'm telling you that was that's pretty petty like that's really petty <laughs> that's that's pretty crazy i've never heard of anything like i mean it must have been really bad Either that or they were just having a really bad day. But it's just, geez, geez. I mean, battery for breaking wind. That's pretty crazy. So, uh, the next one is, a lawyer gets pizzas and other fast food items delivered to his office after a stranger places the orders. So, you remember uh, how we used to sick some pizza people on us? Yeah, what we would do is we would call, this was the day before caller ID, we would call like Pizza Hut or something, this was before Uber Eats, sorry, I have to talk to a younger generation, I have to remember that they don't remember a time before Uber Eats, but anyways, uh, we would call Pizza Hut and we, as a prank, we would uh, like send it to the neighbor's house, be like, hey, this person ordered a pizza and we give them the, the address of the people next door and we would like just watch them like, uh, and back then, you didn't have to already, like, prepay for the pizza. You could, like, pay for the pizza in cash whenever they got to your door. So they would, like, come out, and then they would, like, knock on the door, and then the person would be like, I didn't order a pizza. And then they were like, okay. And then we'd call them back, like, five minutes later and be like, where's our pizza at? Yeah, I thought you said it was going to be delivered by this time. Well, uh, apparently this happened to a lawyer at his office, but apparently it was because somebody was extremely upset about a case that they had. And this actually happened in Germany. Okay, so apparently there was a lawsuit in place. It was the plaintiff against a pizza restaurant there. And essentially what happened was the lawyer that was representing the pizza company, apparently the, uh, the other person, the plaintiff, decided, oh, well, uh, they lost their case, and so I guess we're going to pin it to the lawyer here. So they started sending that pizza places, pizzas, to their door, but like in abundance, like 50, 60 at a time, and blocking the entrance to the door. So ends up what happens, uh, apparently in Germany this is a crime because it is uh, disallowing a, and folks that are listening in Germany, if I butcher this law, I'm so sorry. But essentially what it comes down to is if you hinder somebody's business, I assume it's kind of like here where you see this door must remain open during business hours and you can't lock it or something like that. But to the effect of you can't block this door effectively stopping their business. And so apparently the lawyer got extremely upset knowing the law and they were arrested. Bro, it's free food. That's what I'm saying. Like in my mind, I'm thinking pizza like free food man and they're like that's a lot but that is kind of funny that like it got to that point where it was that petty where they were like oh yeah we're gonna block you in with pizzas 
It's like in front of the place that <laughs> won you the lawsuit. It's like, you like their pizza so much, we're going to block your door with it. So there was that one. So the next one, a man breaks into Pizza Hut and fries some wings. So we talked about one like this in a jail report a long time ago. But um, drunk people are great. Let's just say that. Not really. But essentially what happened is this man was intoxicated, um, and he's in a college town here. And he was extremely drunk, 3 in the morning. Pizza Hut had closed. The story's real simple. He wanted himself some wings. So he breaks into the Pizza Hut, and surveillance footage not only caught him um, taking a, a pizza, a frozen pizza, so he took it out of the freezer, looks like, or the ingredients to do so, uh, but a box of wings. And so what ends up happening is he leaves. Then he comes back inside without the pizza and decides, I'm going to fry the wings, and that's when police caught him. So <laughs> it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't the initial theft where he was caught. It was, he decided, you know what? These wings are cold. I should probably fry them. The pizza, I can do at my house. But the wings, I got to fry them here. I, I guess that was the thinking there. My, my thing is, intoxication is something else. But I, I can't even fathom being like, you know what? I want some wings. This business is closed. I'll just break in right quick. No big deal. I mean, the fact that he was coherent enough to actually fry the, fry the wings and figure out the the fryer that's that's hilarious so uh i think that's pretty funny that he like figured out where all the ingredients were and then just treated like it was his own kitchen man i'm telling you people are do crazy things when they're drunk and like i said alcohol impairs your judgment to the max and that's that's hilarious well if you thought that one was funny you're, you're really gonna like this one so here's the headline man eats underwear to beat the breathalyzer oh yeah i've heard of this one before you've heard yeah of this i one? have so a man, so a man uh, tried to eat his own underwear in hopes that the cotton fabric would absorb all the alcohol from his breath before the breathalyzer test. And once the police officer showed up to the man's window, he still had underwear in his mouth. That's gross. That's absolutely disgusting. That's absolutely gross. I mean, it's nasty. I mean, I understand. The, the funny thing is, he was acquitted of the charge because he blue at a blood alcohol level below 0.08 so he was under the legal limit he just looked stupid <laughs> essentially maybe he had already had like a, a dui um record before and he didn't want to get another one so maybe that was his reasoning uh, perhaps I, I don't know but i got one more for you man so a son robs his mom because he thought he could only be charged with burglary if it was done at night. That's stupid. In the town of Willoughby, wherever this is at, a uh, man believed that he could only be charged with burglary if he committed the crime at night. So this man pleaded guilty in a reduced charge. According to police, uh, his mother found him attempting to break into her home on the first floor window and... The man hadn't been to his mom's house for about three months and was pretty much in the process of just climbing through the window, like busted the window and it was climbing in. And the mom found him, called the police, was like, what in the heck are you doing? Come to find out, he was going for some, I guess there was some heirloom jewelry that he thought would be worth some money. He was going for that. And when the cop showed up, he told the police officers, and it says right here, that... I can't be charged with this. It's 
that guy had to be either a couple screws short of a Home Depot or he had to be like on drugs. I'm pretty sure if he was like trying to break in to steal the jewelry, I think he was like probably on drugs and trying to get drug money. It, it sounds like it, but I do think it's quite hilarious of, listen, man, you can't arrest me. It's 1205. Like, that, that, that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. So, anyways, man, that's our jelly donut for today. Some some weird ones. Yeah, definitely some obscure ones, man. You never know what you're going to find on the jail, jail report. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of slew of stories. And, hey, we wanted to do this segment because you never know what kind of stories you have. And we want to shout out to the state of Florida for providing us with most of our jail report stories. Because they are so free and so open with their uh, arrest records. But that's another rabbit hole for another time. But what's our next segment? Yeah, man. So next segment is the donut hole, which is our random segment where we can do whatever we want. And it's my week to do it. And so you've been putting me through the screws with quizzes. So, Mr. Movie Man, we're going to do some quizzes for you. Okay. What kind of quiz is it? All right. It's a 90s movie quiz. All right. All right. Well, do you know 90s movies? I'm pretty sure I know them halfway decently now when it comes to like 90s movie trivia like obscure facts i'm kind of hit or miss but we'll see what happens i i feel at least somewhat confident in my movie abilities okay cool cool all right so the first question is you like lord of the rings right i love lord of the rings probably a softball question for you but where was the lord of the rings movies filmed a ireland B, Iceland, C, New Zealand, or D, Australia? C, New Zealand. Everybody that's seen Lord of the Rings knows that. It's C, New Zealand. Or or The Office when Dwight talks about hiking Mordor and Mount Doom in New Zealand. All right, so the next one. Which country does Forrest Gump travel to to play a, a, as part of the all-American ping pong team? A, Vietnam. B, China, C, Sweden, or D, France? B, China. I'm pretty sure it's China because he like, served in Vietnam, so I'm pretty sure it's China. You're correct. Yep, it is It is China. It is China. Okay, which actor was in the following movies? The Outsiders, Wayne's World, and Tommy Boy. A, Tom Cruise, B, Matt Dillon, C, Rob Lowe, or D, Thomas Howard? I don't think it's... Rob Lowe, I, it's not Tom Cruise, it's either Matt Dillon or Thomas Howell, and I don't really know what Thomas Howell is in, other than maybe he's in The Outsiders. I'm going to go with Matt Dillon. Is it Matt Dillon? No, actually, it is Rob Lowe. He was actually in all three. Apparently, he didn't have very big parts in The Outsiders or Wayne's World, but I or Tommy Boy. I don't really remember him in all any of them, but... Um, yeah, apparently he was in all three. So, I know you said that you're not a very very good at uh, the trivia side of things or like behind the scenes sort of thing, but, you know, not expecting you to know this, but hey, it's an interesting fact here. So, in The Godfather, who did the cat belong to? So, The Godfather's cat, like, it belonged to somebody in real life. Who, who did it belong to? Was it A, Francis Ford Coppola, Diane Keaton, Al Pacino, or D, Nobody? Well, Francis Ford Coppola put his kids in there. Man, I don't know. Al Pacino might be a cat guy. I'm going to go with Al Pacino. Actually, the answer is nobody. The cat was a stray, actually. So the director, Francis Ford Coppola, found the cat in the studio and handed it to Marlon Brando right before the shot. Wow, that's cool. 
that's really cool i i didn't i didn't know that i didn't expect you to know that but when i saw that one i was like that's that's actually pretty cool so i i like asking these sort of movies here and this is definitely not in the 90s so i don't know why this question is in here but what is the name of the fictional land that frozen takes place in is it arendale naples florin or grim arendale all the way Yep, I know my Disney movie trivia. I know. I don't know why that was in the in the '90s movie trivia, but okay. Let's ask this. This is this is an easy one. I understand this is an easy one. But what's the first rule of Fight Club? Do I even have to ask? List out the options. It's don't talk about Fight Club. Everybody who knows anything about Fight Club, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. All right. Which Austin Powers movie is the first one of the franchise? Is it Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me? Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery? Or is it Austin Powers and Goldmember? Ooh. I think it's Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Yeah, you got it. It is the International Man of Mystery. I know Goldmember is the third one. I always know that because that's the one with Beyonce. But then I'm like, The Spy Who Shagged Me... An international man of mystery. I'm like, I can't remember which one's the first one or the second one, but I got it. I got it. I got it. So yeah, I'm good. All right, last one here. Last one. So, out of all the people who have played the Joker, which one of these actors did not play the Joker at any point? So there's A. Jack Nicholson, B. Sean Penn, C. Jared Leto, or D. Mark Hamill. I know uh, it's Sean Penn because Jack Nichol Nicholson. He's the original one in the Michael Keaton Batman. And then Jared Leto is the Joker from Suicide Squad. And then Mark Hamill is the Joker in like all the animated series. And he's honestly my favorite Joker. Like, I don't know if he could play an on-screen Joker, but he is great as the Joker. Yeah, you got it right, man. That is right. So Sean Penn. Sean Penn never played Joker in any facet. So, yeah, man, that was our donut hole. He did pretty good. Did pretty. I mean, the only one that... I, I remembered that you really didn't know was um, the one about the cat and Godfather, but I mean that's kind of hard to know unless you like know all about the Godfather trivia kind of thing. Yeah, and the one about the outsiders and Wayne's World and uh, Tommy Boy. Oh yeah, that was oh, yeah, I think that was the only one I missed. Yeah, so you did you did really good. You did really good. All right, well let's move on to our next segment, and it's Chris's week to do what fries my son. So Chris. What fries your donuts? Oh boy, and this is like a society issue thing that is in our society. And we have kind of talked about it in our other What Fries My Donuts before. But man, what really fries my donuts about our society nowadays is like everybody is like so soft, man. Like everybody just has no resiliency. They are just so soft. And when I say soft, it's like the littlest thing is like the worst thing in the world to them like let me give you an example uh sometimes i like uber and i picked up one of my, one of my uber drivers around the college campus and they were on the phone and they were talking to someone and they were like yeah i just had the worst week of my life it was literally the worst week like my life is horrible right now i hate my life and the person i went was like well what's going on and they were like i had two tests this week and like I was waiting for them to add something else on, but it was just no. I had two tests this week. Like, 
forgive me if I'm wrong, or maybe I'm just not used to this, but, like, when I went to high school, like, two tests in one week was, like, normal, like, for different classes. It wasn't that it was two tests in the same class. It was, like, two tests in, in, in other classes. So I'm just like, bro, if your life is so horrible, you had the worst week of your life over two tests, man, like, you have no resiliency at all. And, like, everybody is so soft. Like, everybody's so afraid of offending everybody else. And, like, I get it. You do need to be mindful. You don't need to be going around spewing out hate. But at the same time, man, like, everybody's tiptoeing around each other. People can't take jokes anymore. You can't laugh at anything because it might be offensive. I mean, society is just so soft. Like, there is no grit. There's no resiliency. I don't know. What do you think about it? I feel like, well, first of all, what I think is ridiculous, in community college, I had more than two tests a week a lot of the time. <laughs> um, but, you know, as far as society is concerned, what really gets me is we're all just, I, I feel like we've gotten to the point where we're just all expecting a participation grade. We're all per expecting just, well, I showed up, I get my check, I get everything, I don't have to do the work, all I, I, I showed up, that's all we need, right? And that, no, no, that's not true at all. It's taking away from our competitive nature and our competitive edge as well. I, I really feel like it's just, I mean, it's good for some. Really, where we're, where we're off balance is the hard workers do the majority of the work while the rest of the people slack and they complain about things that are, you know, oh, I had to do this report and whatever. It's like, so what, man? Having to do this and all that not saying that to brag but at the same time it's it's like if everybody pieced it out the work wise everybody would be, have the same workload and everybody wouldn't you know one person wouldn't have to put everything on their back a lot of the time i honestly just think we we've gotten to a place where i mean we have tipped on this on this podcast it can be hard sometimes i'm not gonna lie to you I, I can't speak for Chris with my sense of humor. I want to let it out of the box sometimes. But at the same time, uh, we also have to be mindful of our listeners. And, you know, for to be honest, you guys know us. We don't really know you guys a lot. And so we don't want to offend anybody out there. We don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, but at the same time, what Chris is saying is true. It's got to the point where we almost can't say almost anything. There's a lot of times that... You know, we're checking ourselves for even small things. And that's, we, we've just gotten way too sensitive with that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think, like, there is that fine line of, like, yes, you don't want to offend everybody. And you need to be mindful of that. And I think that is a good and healthy place to be. But on the flip side of that, like, at some point, you've got to just be like, you know what, man? Like, if we offend people, we offend people. Because if you try to make everybody happy, you're going to make nobody happy. And what really fries my donuts about society and how soft we are is, like, no one has the courage to stand up and, like, you know, speak out for, like, what's true. We, we live in a society where truth is, quote, unquote, relative. And I'm going to try to tread this line really, like... Thinly, and I'm not going to get into all pol uh, political or religious or whatever, but like you hear this phrase, like everyone has my truth, everyone has my truth, and everyone's like, I'm sharing my truth, and truth has no longer become an absolute, but it's just become relative, man, and if I say my truth is that the sky is green, well, that's not really a truth, that's an experience, so... I mean, yeah, there are things where it's like, oh, yeah, like this is my experience with this and we should share that. 
But I think people are afraid to like come out and just say things because if you disagree with somebody, then automatically you are labeled as intolerant and this and that. And just because we disagree doesn't mean that I'm intolerant. Now, if I'm being ugly to you and I'm spreading hate and I'm spreading ugly things and I'm talking about you as a person and I'm being ugly to you, then yeah, that's horrible. But just because we disagree doesn't mean that I'm intolerant or you're intolerant. So I, I just think it's gotten to the point where the pendulum has swung the way the other way because back in the day, people would be rude and they get, you know, just cuss each other out and be ugly and things have been like hardcore and grit in the past. And you need some of that hardcore uh, toughness and you need some of that grit. I mean, you look at like the World War II generation, man, they're, they're a tough generation. I mean, most of them had died off, but they had to like band together. They had to go and serve overseas when they were like 17, 18. And so they were a tough generation, but on the flip side of that, they were not really sensitive to uh, you know their kids. And when a lot of them came home, that it was hard for them to connect with their kids. So then the pendulum has swung way the other way to where we're over over sensitive about things. So I feel like it's a good healthy balance in the middle. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything in moderation, right? If you go, you can really use this for anything. But say eating, right? If if I eat too much. I'm going to gain weight. If I eat too much consistently, it's going to affect my health negatively. If I don't eat enough, it's going to affect my health negatively. But that's why you have to eat everything and hit it right in the middle. But, you know, essentially what Chris is saying, I feel the exact same way. We're not allowed to have opinions anymore. We, we can't have opinions because our opinions, you know, it's what the... And the hard part is you can... If, I guess if there was a standard, right? If there's a standard across the board, this is right, everything else is wrong, but even then that's really flawed. But you, a lot of times it's hard to know where the line is. It's very hard to know where the line is in certain places right now. Um, it's, just, it's just really hard. And there used to be a thing called agreeing to disagree with people. Like I remember, yes, people got mad at other people's opinions and thought they were stupid and wrong. But I also remember having adult conversations with people in the past saying, you know what, I understand your point. I understand where you're coming from. I just don't believe that way. I believe something different. And you don't feel any different about the person at all because they're entitled to what they want to think. And not every person is exactly the same. There are some things that Chris and I disagree with. Don't think of him any less as a person. And he's entitled to his opinions and his beliefs. But I think we've just gotten to the point where people get very, very angry about that. If you, It's my way of the highway, really. It's like, if you don't believe the way I am, just like he said, you're you're against the cause kind of thing, and you're not doing the right thing, and you're not a good person, and ostracized, and that's not, it's not right. Yeah, and uh, there are some things in life, and I feel like we've gotten away from this, like there's no moral, like compass or absolutes like there's no because some things in life they are black and white like right and wrong and i feel like it's like oh yeah like if you think that's right then you know go ahead and do it but i just feel like sometimes there do need to be absolutes in a healthy way and they're d instead of just relativity but anyways we'll get off of that because i could go on forever so we're gonna segue into our mystery donut which is our improv segment what do we got on the improv segment today well we got some free improv Got a few accents and a location. So the accent today is going to be, oh, Chris, it's New York. We got New York. 
Oh yeah, that's great. I'm excited for that. We haven't done that one in a good bit. All right, so let's see, let's see what uh, what location we're gonna be at here. I don't know why we wrote this one down, but at the docks. I don't. <laughs> New York is at the docks. I bro, I feel like that's too stereotypical though. That's I, I, yeah. We gotta we gotta pick something else. That's a little too stereotypical. Hold on. Let's see. Um, how about? How about at a graduation? Like at a high school graduation or a graduation party. All right, that, yeah, that works. All right, you want to start or you want me to start? You can go ahead. Hey, yo, Tony, did you hear my niece Marie is graduating? She finally is the first one in the family to graduate high school. You know, I was talking to my cousin Tony T and Tony F. And yeah, he told me all about it. He said uh, she was graduating. And where's she going to? Uh, uh, NYU? Nah, she's actually the smartest one in our family. She's going to Princeton. She's the cream of the crop. She's a smart one, that girl. Yeah, oh, what's wrong with New York? You want to go to Jersey? 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 That's like the armpit of America. I'm telling you right there. Who wants to go to Jersey? Who wants to go to Hoboken? Do you want to go to Atlantic City? I don't want to go to Atlantic City. It's horrible. Jersey. You know what I think is a joke? That shows the Jersey Shore. Everybody thinks that's us. That's not us. You know what I think is a joke? I think you're a joke. Because guess what? You showed up to my niece's graduation and you didn't even bring a present. What kind of crap is that? I brought my famous big CD. What's wrong with you? That's, that's better than a present. Hey, hey, hey. The last time I was at your son Junior's graduation, I gave you a nice gift. And I would like for the favor to be returned. I thought we were friends a long time. And when someone scratches your back, you scratch their back too. Are you saying the deal we did back in Orange doesn't mean anything to this situation? I helped you out on that deal. You had two million in escrow. Who changed the zoning permit so you could build on that lot? Whoa, 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 whoa. We said way back then, if you ever mention that deal ever again, I'll get Big Nose Barone to break your freaking kneecaps. Bring it on. Tony F, Tony T, Tony Y. Well, I'll be at your house next week. Don't even try me. You know you had a good deal on that deal. Here's another thing. What's with your freaking family? They all named their kids Tony. What are they, stupid or something? It's easy to remember. Hey, there's nothing wrong with everybody being named Tony. What's wrong with you? What, your family doesn't have Tony or something? Hey, 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 hey. Listen here. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you always insulting my family. My daughter's going to Princeton. That's more than your family ever freaking did. Yeah, but we all know that daughter's from the Kuma, not from the actual woman there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I told you, never talk about that again or you're going to be sleeping with the fishes. Well, with everything you've done brought up, why don't I just bring up the girl in Fort Lauderdale? Why don't I just talk about her while we at it? All right, and that was our improv segment. Uh, I don't know what's going on with those guys, man. They got some stuff going on and uh, getting a little heated. And we are going to move into our eclair segment, which is our positive advice. And I'm going to take it away. So my eclair uh, for this week is this kind of simple, but don't get tired of doing the right thing. You know, I've I've told you before, you know, to do just do the right thing, whether nobody's looking or, you know, whether you feel like it's, you know, worth it. But you should not get tired of doing good things. I know. It's hard when everyone else around you is not taking the high road and they're taking cheap shots and they're cutting corners. And even when people are attacking your character, uh, but when you do the right thing, uh, you know, it even says in the Bible, don't get tired of doing good. Um, 
and there are because you'll reap the fruit of it at the right time. And sometimes taking the high road, that is like the hardest thing in life that you can do when everybody else is taking the low road and they're giving, uh, taking cheap shots at your character. But continue to do the right thing because in the end, your true character will show and it'll pay off. And those people will be exposed for the people, the bad people that they are. So don't get tired of doing the right thing. And I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe you're like, you know what? Does it even matter if I'm doing this at work? Does it even matter that I'm being honest in my business practice? Does it even matter that I'm taking the time to uh, to be nice to someone that's not even nice to me? Is it even worth it that I'm taking the time to mentor this kid or mentor someone around me? But it is. I promise it'll pay off for you. Um, even if they don't tell you thank you, uh, whenever you reap, you reap what you sow. We've all heard that before. When you when you sow good things, you reap good things. Yeah, that's great. Um, my eclair for this week is regarding negativity. We have to be very careful of what we say and how we say them or even what we think. I mean, negativity is such a, uh, and I hate to use this word, but it's it can be a cancer sometimes. You know, it spreads to other facets of your life. And so you want to be really careful about how much negative intake you have. And I'm not just talking about the things that you say, the things that you think. I'm talking about the negative inputs that you have. The 24-hour uh, news networks aren't exactly good for your, your positive mental space there. You want to make sure that whatever you're intaking is important just like the food that you intake i know we've talked about the food and you know if i eat too much food and whatever you you want to have moderation when it comes to this sort of thing too you know if if you're eating junk food all the time it's not going to end up well it's the same thing as what you're intaking in your mind if you're intaking garbage all the time you're not going to be in a good place you're not going to be in a healthy place so make sure that you're taking the time look at some fun stuff Watch some fun stuff. There are some positive things out there. And even whenever you're thinking about, man, because um, I'm a firm believer in, um, you know, cursing things or is really, really bad. What I mean by that is you get in the car, the car starts making a funny noise, breaks down on you maybe, and you want to be like, this piece of crap, this thing's a piece of crap, I can't even believe I have it, you know. Try to try to think, and I know this is way easier said than done, but try to think about those people that don't have a car and would love to even have a broke down car and, you know, even the hope to have a car and some of the privileges that we have, as annoying as they may be, cursing those things may end up getting them taken away from you because you plant your feet in that direction. So all I have to say is just be very, very careful. Be very mindful of what you intake negatively. And be very mindful of what you intake positively and what you're thinking and what you say because it's very, very powerful. Yep, that is very true, man. What you put in is what will come out. Uh, yeah, so if you're putting crap and watching 24-hour news networks and putting in fear, that's what will come out. Uh, and those news networks are there just to make money, so they're a business. But anyways, off that subject, uh, go check us out at tvtrashcan.com, tvtrashcan.com. Like, comment, subscribe, share. You guys have been doing a great job at listening, but interact with us. We would love to get to interact with you. So uh, that's all I got. You got anything? Yeah, we got the uh, the video from our last, one of our short films from last week up there. So go check that out. Actually, a couple of them. So go check that out on the website. But yeah, man, I think it's been a great episode. 
And we haven't said this in a while, but we're going to take it on back. Let's take this donut box out to the trash can and uh, tell them bye, Chris. All right. Well, we will see y'all next time. I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And you've been listening to the Donut Box Podcast. See y'all next week. Uh-huh, uh-huh.